You are listening to the Awake Athlete Podcast. I'm Jess Kamkowski, endurance athlete and mindset coach, here to share with you perspectives and contemplations from a 10,000-foot view of life. Welcome back to the Awake Athlete Podcast. Hello, coming to you from my closet. Okay, let's talk a little bit about being a master. Let's talk about the qualities of a master. Uh, Before I dive into the qualities of a master, though, I think it's important to understand the expert mind and the beginner's mind. The expert mind, is that, that is the mind of the ego. That is the one that is all about expectations and knowing more than others. And there's a lot of pressure there. And you cannot admit that you're wrong or that you don't know the answer because it, you're supposed to be an expert, right? If you're an expert, you have to know. And boy, one of the most life-altering, halting, I should say, life-halting moments of my life uh, experience was when my teacher in yoga teacher training, it wasn't too many days in, he said that I don't know is a high state of spiritual intelligence. And I was like, what? What? If I don't know something, that means I don't know something. And if I don't know something, that means I'm not smart. And if I'm not smart, that means I'm not enough. And so thank you very much, but I'm just going to stick to the five or so topics that I know a lot about, and I'll just continue to toot my horn for the rest of my life on those five subjects. And any other conversation, especially about things that I don't know about, I will leave the room. Okay, so that's where I was coming from. And then he introduced the beginner's mind, which at first I was like, who wants a beginner's mind? But a beginner's mind is always learning. A beginner's mind is open to all things. A beginner's mind is, has no pressure, no expectations. It's very intuitive. You're just having more fun when you have a beginner's mind. So the qualities of a master is the expert knowledge with the beginner's mind. So it's not about not having that expert knowledge, but are you doing it from a, are you delivering that into the world from a place of pressure and um, shoulds and should nots and I can't say this and I have to say this and I have to look like this? Or are you doing it from a beginner's mind, which is like, hey, man, like this is me and here's the message I'm here to share and I'm, I've, you know, I've got street cred and And I know it's for someone, if it's for one person, if it's just even for me, it's all worth it. So the master has the expert knowledge and the beginner's mind. The master welcomes all things. Oh, I love that. That is a bold, massive uh, statement to bring into your life. Like, am I welcoming all things? Do I welcome all things? Where am I fighting? Uh, The master understands all sides. It takes the perspective of all perspectives. And we know from a Harvard study in 2011, we know that 20 minutes of meditation over the course of eight weeks developed more gray matter in the brain, meaning more connectivity in our ability to absorb, to take in the perspectives of others. So meditation, yeah, okay. Do I need to say anything more? I'll I'll say it one more time. Okay, meditation, yeah. Okay, just do it. All right. And the the master is always in wonder. The master is always in inquiry. The master is in those qualities of the higher mind. So a way to look if you're in that expert mind or that beginner's mind is always like such an important question to ask is, what is the state of my mind right now? 
And when we look at the ego from the place of mastery, we see that the ego, because there's only one, and that is a capital O-N-E, the ego is love. It's love. It doesn't, pres- it doesn't present itself as love. It presents itself in a way that promotes separation, but it's actually crying out to be met with love. So the master doesn't get mad at the ego. Right. So what the here are some things that I say the ego and I shared an episode about the ego and an experience that I had. And um, here were some of the other things that were not in that episode that I was assisting the ego and myself and my higher intelligence, my lower self, everybody, the big O.N.E. Was <laughs> that I, I, I find a lot of help in self-dialogue. So I say, like, I see you, ego. Like, I see you. I feel your desperation. I see that you're scared for me. I see that you want to keep me out of discomfort. I see you. But it's okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. You can, you can rest easy. It's all okay. And so the ego is always on the lookout for threat. The ego is, um, it works from a very closed mind, a very old world view. And it believes that it's out there in the world all by itself. And so it will be fighting for its survival. It will be fighting to be right. Um, It'll be fighting for all of the things that the master does not fight for. Because the master is always learning. There's, there's nothing to defend. For a master, there's nothing to defend. And for a master, you know, to, to be open to everything, to welcome all things is really living in true freedom because the true freedom is by getting into that gap between stimulus and response. And the story that I shared about the bakery, um, I think I said like there was no gap, there was no pause, there was nothing. It was like locked and loaded, automatic response. And I understand that in that moment, I was not a master. I was living from the lower self. And so the ego would say that that was not good. But the master says that was a beautiful loving experience that you healed and you turned around and you shared as a point of your teaching. So yeah, we got to love the ego. There is a quote from Course in Miracles that I love and it's, every loving thought is true. Everything else, no matter the form it takes, is a cry for help and healing. And that I think is the high self and the low self. The higher self is always looking for the loving story, living the loving story, telling the loving story. And the ego is um, always crying out for help. And it does that through anger and frustration and rants on Facebook, talking about what people should and shouldn't do. And to walk the world from that ego is to walk the world unawakened. The most important thing that it shows us when we walk the world unawakened is that we're walking the world in fear. We're walking the world in fear. And 
my goal when I learned that, I don't know how many years ago, it doesn't matter. I immediately said, I walk this earth without fear. And I have put myself in many situations to make good on that intent and that decision and that uh, commitment to living. And for me, you know, mastery is, is the highest priority. And mastery is a moment-to-moment process. So notice when you're closed. Notice when you're constricted. Notice when you're under pressure to deliver the right words. Notice when somebody needs to be punished. Notice when they're, you're judging them. Notice when you're doing that to yourself. Notice when you're overwhelmed with feelings of guilt. You guys, this is all the ego crying for help. It's crying out for help. Meet it with love. Meet it like a master. 